Hey, Rope Droppers, we want to thank our amazing sponsor, the Rope Drop Queen herself, Michelle McKnight. She's an independent travel agent affiliated with MEI Travel and Mouse Fan Travel. We have used her on a number of vacations and can't speak highly enough of her services. If you are thinking about a Disney vacation, she's the one to talk to. Her services are completely free. Disney pays her after you travel. And she has a wealth of knowledge that has saved us a lot of time and money. So check her out on Facebook at Rope Drop Queen or email her at michelle.mcknight at mei-travel.com. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And Doug, I hope you are hungry because today we are going to be talking about the dining plan. Yes, it's time for Mickey Waffles and Ice Cream Sandwiches. Well, and if you've been listening to this show for the last two and a half, we're going on three years now, Doug. We, we're getting old. We did this one really early on, like episode 11 or 12. And please don't do go not go back and listen no, to it. Our don't. first 20 are really rough, but we've had a lot of requests to redo this one and to talk. It gets updated. It gets changed. First, we're going to discuss what you get with it and all the different types and then how to effectively use it. And finally, the pros and cons of the Disney dining plan. So, Doug, first off, before we discuss some more, I guess there are some people that listening that might not even know what the Disney plan is. Yeah, it's basically just dining plan that you purchase as part of your resort package. So if you're staying on Disney property, you can purchase a dining plan. And that way you can eat without, you know, just paying for it as you go. It's a big convenience thing. And uh, there's different options, and we'll get into all that. But, yes, if you're staying on property, one of the nice perks is you have the access to the dining plan. And if you do it right, you can save some money. So if you know a whole bunch about the Disney dining plan, we're going to get into some more detailed stuff as the show goes on. So there's definitely stuff to listen to. Don't click us off quite yet. That's right. And, Doug, you and I have both used the dining plan on numerous trips, Mm -hmm. different tiers of it. So I feel like we have Especially two and a half years ago, I haven't used that as many times. I feel like I've learned. I've had some fails, and you can have you some have. fails. You got to learn from Derek's failures. That's true. Folks. That's learn that's Derek's failures. It, it happens. So uh, the dining plan is all about credits. Yes. Not money. It's credits. Credits. Kind of like uh, Star Wars. That's what I was going with. Yeah. You get credits. So first, the credits. How many do you get is based on how many nights your hotel stay is. It's not... Based off your park ticket, it's not based off like how many times you're going to which park. It's just how many nights you're staying. So you're staying for four nights, you get four sets of credits. If you're staying for three nights, guess what? Three sets of credit. What if you're staying for seven nights, but you only have a five-day ticket, Derek? How many credits do you get? Seven days worth of credits. Yes, because you're staying seven nights. And you have to remember to eat when you're not in the parks. Yeah, you know, you still need food then. So there are some times you got to think a little bit about using your credits because if you use all your credits, you will save money more often than not. Absolutely. If you use your credits, it's kind of a, a fail. Then you're like Derek. I or, or you're buying snacks on the way to the airport. We'll talk about that too yeah. when it comes to strategies. So, Doug, how long can you use these credits? All right. So they're good from basically the day you check in to the day you check out. Say you check out of your resort, but your flight is not until much later in the day. Like we're doing, Derek, on our trip, we have that late flight at 7 o'clock at night. If we have credits, 
just because we're checked out of the hotel and all ready to fly, we can still use our credits up until midnight. And say you get in really early. Uh, you can go, your room's not even ready. Your credits are there to use that first day. So from basically the, the day you get there to the day you leave, they do not go past that that day that you leave, though. See, I like, failed that one time because when I checked in, I thought it started the following day. So I paid for cash, and that was a trip a couple of years back. I didn't use all my credits. Yeah, so it's right away. They're good. Yep. And through the whole last day. So if you're doing a split stay and you'll put a dining plan on the first half of the first hotel, uh, they're not good for the rest of your stay at a different hotel. You go to a change resorts, unless you're paying twice for the dining plan, they're not good anymore. So that's how long you have to use the credits you have based on the number of nights you stay. And a question that we always get is, where can you use the credits? Is it everywhere? Is it certain restaurants, certain places, Doug? It is darn near everywhere on it Disney is. property. There are a few kiosks and stands that you cannot use them. One such place is the Margarita Place on the boardwalk and the like pretzel and pizza place on the boardwalk. Some of the kiosks on the boardwalk are probably the most popular place you can't use them. That's how little the list is of places you can't use them. I think Monsieur Paul, you can't use them. But that's pretty upscale dining. Any other spots? The thing is, we always get like, can you use them at food and wine? Can you use them at, uh, you know, mm. it's just like that. It's like, yes, you can. Yes. Those kiosks yes, actually have a little ding thing on them. So. Yeah, you can use them just about everywhere. Just if you're not sure, look or ask. Uh, they'll happily tell you. Also, when you're using snack credits, which we'll talk about our different types of credits here in a minute, there's a little logo next to the item. And that's how you know that qualifies as snack credit. Anything bigger, you'd have to use with like a meal. So that's where you can use them. So we got the how long you can use them. You got how many, or not how many yet. Yeah, how many nights worth is yeah. how many, right? And then you got where you can use them. So there's it's kind of the who, what, why, where, and when type of thing. So let's move on. Well, let's talk about the types of dining plans you can have. Because yes. they're not just one size fits all. No, you can get three different types of plans so let's run through them real quick doug you have the regular old disney dining plan yes so whenever you hear somebody just say i'm on the disney dining plan it implies you're on the regular dining plan where you get one table service credit one quick service credit and two snack credits and of course one refillable mug and then say there's four people in your party you take the one times four and then you times that by the number of nights you're there, and that's how many total credits you have. So it's per person, per night. Stay in seven nights, you have one person on the reservation, you have seven table service reservations that you can make. That's kind of how that works. And that's the regular dining plan. But there is also the quick service dining plan, which is two quick service credits, two snack credits, and a mug. And that's one mug per person again. And it right? is a little bit cheaper than the regular Disney dining plan. Yeah, I wasn't going to say uh, all our prices on here because no. that involves math. And the prices could change by, you know, tomorrow. You never know with Disney. Uh, the third kind of common dining plan is the deluxe dining plan. Here you get three credits. It can be for table service, quick service, whatever you want to use them for. You get three credits per day and two snacks and a mug. And that's all per person again. So say there's five people in your room. Staying however many nights, you get one mug per person. So it's not just one mug per reservation. It's one mug per person. But the deluxe plan, if you're going to eat a lot, 
that is the way to go. Also, credits can be used in different ways, which we'll get into a little bit here on how to use the plan. But quickly, Derek, can you explain what a table service credit is? Yeah, table service is one of those sit-down restaurants that you go to. Quick service is when you just kind of go up to the counter and get something by hand. Table service, sitting down. Sometimes you need an ADR, advanced dining reservation. And so very important to book those 180 plus days out. 180 plus your reservation. Reservation, there you go. Yep, so from the first day of your reservation, you make that 180 days in advance. So if you want to use your table services effectively, which is the most important part to making your money work for you on the dining plan, is to book good reservations for your table service. There are some that aren't as expensive. You don't want to book those. Booking the nice expensive meals, like the character meals. And this is, we have transitioned into how to use the plan here. The ADRs is kind of the key thing on using those table service thing. One tricky thing with the table service credit, there are some that cost two credits to use, right? Have you done any of those lately, Derek? I have not. I know Cinderella's, Royal Table, the probably one of the big go-to two credit meals. Uh, No, we haven't. Hoop to do review. A lot of the shows are two credits. Some of the more finer dining um, is two credits. So that you have to budget your credits a little differently. That's one place where that deluxe plan comes in really handy is it doesn't use up two days worth of credits. However, just because you use two days worth of credits, there are some places where maybe you kind of snack more. You got all those snacks to use. I mean, there's days where it's you can use two credits one day for one thing, and then the next day you just eat a counter service meal and snack before and after, and you're totally content. So make those ADRs in advance. That's one way to make it work for you. Well, especially some of those more expensive one-credit places, those reservations go quick, and it can kind of shock you, especially if you're a first timer. You're like, I didn't know I was supposed to book 180 days, or you didn't. You're four months out, and you want to try a restaurant like Be Our Guest, and yeah, nope, they're all gone. Yeah. So making your reservations, things like Akers's, um, is a real popular and That's expensive a great, one. Yep, great one. Mickey's, credit meal. Uh, Minnie's Hollywood and Vine, or Hollywood and Dine, and yep. Hollywood Studios is a great one credit. Basically, anything with characters is going to cost more. But also remember that your kids that are under three, they don't have a park ticket. They aren't on the dining plan as well. So they eat free along with you, especially at the the buffets. It's a great place to go with a three-year, under three, not a three-year-old. You pay for a three-year-old. You don't pay for a two-year-old. So keep that in mind, too, if you're going with a little one because it's free them to eat along at Akers's and those sort of places. Tusker House is another great one to use it. At. Yep, we've done that one. We've used it there. That's a good one. Now I'm starting to get hungry. I am too. I was just thinking yeah. about that punch that would kill you that I love. It would. I can't have the punch. It, it is certain death in a cup. It's not a card. It's not in your wallet. It's all a part of your magic band. And that's key. You mean I don't have like a little punch card that I hand them every time? Watch no, it you don't. Or... In fact, I mean, Disney makes it so easy anymore with your magic band. It's your everything and it's waterproof and it's pretty hard to get off. So you don't have to worry about it falling off too much. Yeah, you just need that. And just they have these little kiosks, little places you put it up against and you have a secret code you got to yeah, type you punch in. in your pin. Yep, you punch in your pin and the, you know, the wait staff brings it right to you at the table service cred- uh, dining and then you do it right at the cashier. Um, just tap your magic band, put in the pin, and you're good. And then your receipts will tell you how many credits you have remaining. 
Yep. So it is kind of good to know your total number of credits. That does require some math. Especially later way. in your trip. Yeah, because sometimes it is humans make mistakes, Derek. Every now and then there'll be a waiter that may use, like say we're a family of five with three kids. They may use five adult credits instead of taking the kid credits off for the oh, kid. Yep. That's happened to people. So if you see that, you got to catch it and they can fix it. Um, another great way now that you can track it is through the My Disney Experience app. And you can see right on there how many you have remaining. It's really easy. It's something you just want to kind of keep tabs on every day, especially on the longer trips, because it, it's like, oh, I have 50-some snack credits. It seems like a lot, but it can go really quick once you get using them. Uh, so the app is great for keeping track of those. And realizing how many snacks you have to eat in the last day. Well, the goal is not to do that. That's true. And a lot of people don't, they think, I don't want to do the dining plan because one quick service, one table service and a couple snacks is not going to fill me. They will. Yeah, their word is not enough food. Like, there's no breakfast on here. You know, there's like, that's only two meals a day. Well, here's a here's a tip we use. We bring breakfast from home. We have Pop-Tarts or mini muffins, um, granola bars that we'll bring along with us. We'll eat that while we wait for rope drop. Because guess what? If you're sitting down to eat breakfast, you're missing rope drop. Or you're getting up way too early. Or or you're like me and you just forget to eat when you're at the parks. That's another problem. Don't be Derek. Eat food. It keeps you moving. It keeps you going. That is actually why I like making ADRs because it forced me to go sit down and eat. And you know what? It's great to get off your feet in the park and have somebody bring you a drink, especially if you're traveling with kids where you have to like get all the ketchup and everything. And sometimes mealtime is more work than walking around the parks. So it is nice to have those table service credits. That's one reason I recommend the regular dining plan as that like if it's your first time going to Disney, it's a great thing to get uh, is the regular dining plan. So, Derek, what are some of your favorite uses of like the different types of credits well i definitely love when we've been on the regular dining plan especially this trip that i did in february with my kids was those table service credits finding character meals that were one credit so 1900 Mm -hmm. garden grill tusker house these are really expensive meals if you do out of pocket but when you're on the dining plan you end up saving a ton of money because character meals i don't know like 50 60 bucks per adult 50 yeah you can it's almost like you eat your you eat there and then like basically any counter service and that's the cost of the plan. For Absolutely. The day. So it it more than paid for itself. And yeah, we we left there with a few snacks in hand, but yeah, that was just a great win to get all those character meals done under that dining plan. We also used the quick service this last time because we had the baby who doesn't like to sit in uh in restaurants. So quick service, it was great. So I like both. There's pros and cons to both. Well, yep do more pros and cons but any favorite snacks that you go to oh i always get the starbucks frappe grande triple shot shout out to back to the mouse joe because it's the only time i spoil myself with those kind of coffee drinks because they're like seven or eight dollars in the park but on the meal plan they're free but any snack above about four dollars you're getting your money's worth yep yeah you don't above four dollars is kind of the goal for those snack uses but derek I thought your team Mickey Waffle or not Mickey Waffle, Mickey Pretzel. Why why aren't you saying that's the best snack to get with your snack credit? 
because it's actually under the price. You have to get a Mickey pretzel with cheese to make it worth it, and I don't need that much dairy. So uh, very rarely, maybe once a trip, will I get a Mickey pretzel with my snack credit. Yeah, because you're getting that uh, Starbucks and killing it there, right? I, every time. I, uh, it's I, I just a use, better use. It is, absolutely. And it's usually we do it on a hop, so it, it works out. So run into the park and get one. Now, if you have the credit to use, it's better to use the credit on your Mickey pretzel than to not use it. Yes, right? I agree. Not, just to be clear, we're not saying don't use the credit there. You know, yes. Use it on something you're going to eat, right? Absolutely. But there are wise ways to spend Gaston it. Gaston so. cinnamon roll might be the other best use of a snack That's credit. That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm a Dole Whip guy. Yep. That breaks and even. So it does. The Dole Whip float is a win. There you go. I, it's a solid use. I really like getting that while I'm on the, the dining plan. When I'm not on the dining plan, I'm just a Dole Whip guy, <sighs> sadly enough. And, you know, as far as using a table service, like Ohana is one of the oh, really yeah. expensive ones. It adds up fast. And so Ohana is a great one. Now, there's one you got to snag 180 days in advance. Otherwise, you're eating at 10 p.m. at night. And I don't know how anybody could sleep after Ohana at 10 p.m. You'd be going to bed at 5 a.m. With the meat sweats. Dude, good Lord, that meal. It's it's something to behold. So that's, you know, Ohana is a win times three for me on the old dining plan. And as far as counter service, you know, as long as you're getting a not the cheapest thing on the menu, mm-hmm. you're you're coming out ahead on the counter service. So that's just, always my best strategies. I look at what's the most expensive thing and I think, do I really want that? If, if it's something I want to eat, then the good thing is you can eat it. You don't have to think, oh, my gosh, I'm going to pay $13 for a counter service meal. You don't have to have that run through your head and then get the nine ninety nine chicken nuggets. Yep. You can get what you want. And that's that's one of the, my favorite uses. That really wasn't an exact location, was it at all. That was a horrible example of a favorite use, just getting the expensive thing. But you can eat anywhere with it. I was thinking Cosmic Rays. They have that rotisserie chicken that's like 14 or 15 bucks. That's a good use of it. Sully Canteen is kind of pricey. Yep, that one's a good one. You don't have to just get the hamburger pods. If you go there, you can get the uh, little bit nicer where you put it, mix it together. A lot of great uses. So I think it's time for pros and cons. Pros and cons. What are some of the best things about the plan? I think the best thing about it is that it's conveniently prepaid. Like, you don't have to worry about charging your credit card every time, and then you get home, and you look at the bill, and you're like, holy crap, that added up fast. Like, you're paying in advance, and if you do it, you know, more than 180 days in advance, you can make payments every month. You can whittle it down before your final payment. Being prepaid, not having to stress about how much everything costs or, like, Worrying about what your kid's going to order on the kid's meal. Like, no, you can't have that. Let's trim it back a little bit. Or you're also, because of the convenience, you're not making a ham sandwich outside the park. Oh, yeah. I and mean, we've seen that before. With the mayonnaise and, like, worrying about salmonella. I mean, come on, people. You're, you're on vacation. Yeah, I love that it's already taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. Just got to worry about using it for sure. And it's really fun to be able to try different things. I know we mentioned that earlier, but... That is something that it's been able to challenge me with. 
stepping out of my comfort zone and not worrying about it as much. I think that there's a perk that got added in 2018 that you particularly enjoyed. I did. It is my favorite one. Alcohol is now a part of the dining plan. Yeah, that was a big win for you. You experimented every single restaurant that had alcohol. I tried whatever their signature cocktail was came with it. I mean, and those, some of them were $7 drinks. Uh, yeah, more than that too. I mean, 1900. Yeah. The $60 plus the alcohol drink. I mean, it was a $70 type of meal that's already on the dining plan. And that alone paid for itself. Yeah. You're, you're doing pretty good. I don't even like mimosas and I got one at Tusker house. Why not? When in Rome, Mine's, yep. right? Add in the alcohol. Or if you're not you're not going to drink the alcohol. You can also get the specialty drinks like the smoothies, those sort of things at the counter service restaurants. So like in the Magic Kingdom counter service restaurants, so there's not alcohol to be had. So you can get the like Gaston's whatever weird frozen concoction he has. And I can't. LaFoe's Brew. There you, there you go. go. Yeah. So East Place kind of has something like that that you can get that normally like I would be like, no, kids. You are not touching that with a 10-foot pole. But instead, it's like, yeah, get the solid sugary beverage that's frozen. Go for it. I think alcohol is a huge pro. One other pro is there's a couple like Hoop-dee-doo, Aloha, uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, where you have to prepay when you make that reservation. So 180 days out, you are paying for your dinner, and that is not cheap. But if you're on the dining plan, you don't have to pay. You're not giving them your credit card. It's not getting charged. Not on the dining plan. You're getting charged. Like it's coming out of your credit account then and there. So on the dining plan, they put that in there. Now those ones where it's prepaid, the tip is included too. So that's another really nice thing. Don't have to prepay for Cinderella's Royal Table. That's a good one. I really like that. So And then also, I know we mentioned this earlier. I just like being able to eat without looking at the price. It's freeing. It's almost like being on a cruise. Almost. Yeah, a little bit. I know when I was at a, oh, a sci-fi and dine, I was like, I am really craving a steak. Most expensive meal was a steak. It wasn't that good of a steak, but I still got a steak and it was expensive. But see, uh, not on the dining plan? Dine, dining I plan, I would have never got it. Yep, I would have got the Just cheapest the thing on the menu. But because I was on the dining plan, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a steak. Yeah, and you can do that and not have to really stress about it. And, you know, on that one, if you want the hamburger, yeah, it's not the best use of your credit, but you can still make do because you can also get a milkshake and alcohol and other things else that also add up. So let's move on to the the cons with the pros being as convenient, prepaid. You can save a lot of money if you yep. kind of eat the way we've been talking about. But the cons, I think the first one has to be that you can eat cheaper. You can. Right? You, you can get a you burger. Can you can split a burger. And... Split a burger. Split your chicken nuggets. Yep. I remember as a child, my sister and I, we always shared a drink. Yep. My little brother was kind of a brat. He always got his own because I think my parents just knew he would hurt somebody. But, like, we split a drink everywhere at Disney World. This is pre-dining plan existence, too. But it, oh, there no, was you're, a lot You're of splitting that. a drink. It's called water. Yeah. So it, a lot of that going on you you can eat cheaper is it as fun to eat cheaper no probably not not really we did disneyland a few weeks ago and we didn't have the dining plan and it was a lot of frustrations you know pulling out the credit card and and using the app and i spent more money than i thought i would you always do on eating and i think if you're gonna go without the plan 
and you want to save more money than the plan would have saved you, you really have to plan ahead. I mean, if you're booking character meals and basically a meal every day, you're going to, like a sit down every day, you're going to save money on the plan. Yep. If you're not going to sit down, maybe you don't eat much or anybody in your group eats much, then it's possible you're not Or you gonna, forget to eat like Derek. Or you forget to eat like Derek. You know, know your group you're traveling with. But at the same time, say you have that one kid that doesn't eat much. It's kind of nice, like, when they don't eat their food they're given, like, knowing that you didn't just pay for it. Like, it's part of the plan. Oh, I don't know. You know what? I like A little that. bit of that. Yep. A, a little bit of that. So I'm not quite as mad at my child that decided not to eat dinner that night. You know, that when we're off the plan, we've done it a few times on and off. And there's a few times where we'll buy, like, two meals for the three kids. Whenever we do that, it's when they – devour it in like seconds and you're like what the heck you ate all that food and then when you buy them all their own food they like eat half of it each kids are weird that's all i know so that's one way to save money but it can be a little stressful on your marriage at times and your parenting style i understand another thing that's stressful going along with that is tipping yeah because that can be stressful on any marriage because sometimes i don't know how to tip and it's not included in the dining plan, so it is no. separate. You got to bring cash, or you can use your magic band and write a separate tip. But it's something that uh, I, I like to be a good tipper. But it's something that challenges me later in the trip because I like to use cash, and when I run out of cash, I actually hate using uh, my card or my magic band. Yeah, and like we'll we'll do the math on where we're gonna eat and figure out roughly how much it is, and then roughly what twenty percent would be, and we'll Disney gift card it in advance buy a lot of Disney gift cards to cover our tips. You know, that it would be awesome if, you know, they added alcohol in 2018. I think the next thing that they could really add to the dining plan that would be a huge selling point would be tips. I don't know why it hasn't fully been added because there are some well, places Well, I think some waiters included, and waitresses want it to, just, you know, still earn them yeah. a little bit, work them a little bit more. And I think some customers would worry like, oh, it's already included. The wait staff's going to just go downhill. Oh, yeah, I, I can see you that. Know? But at the same time, there are some people that, and I don't, I I believe in tipping at the buffets, that they really think that, well, they're not taking my order. They're not going to get, yeah, uh, they, at the Disney buffets, they earn their tip. Yep. It's, because it's They got to clean up after my kids. Yeah, I've had who, some times where we've left a tip has, like, ooh, yeah. here's an extra five because... Half that mac and cheese is, is on not the floor. Yep. The tips aren't included. That would be the, I think that's the biggest negative of the whole. It bugs whole me because thing. on the final day, I always have too many snack credits and not enough cash for tips. Happens every time. And you can't tip with a snack credit, can you, Derek? No, you can't. I've tried. Here's a Mickey pretzel. <laughs> They're like, here's a uh, bottle of water. Money. Yep. money, please. Yeah. But. They definitely tip your wait staff at Disney. They work hard to bring you the magic. So that's not included. There are some locations where included. We mentioned uh, Cinderella's Royal Table, Hoop-de-Doo, uh, others where you the prepay ones, it's included. So the Spirit of Aloha, it's included there. So that's one nice thing about those. There are two credits, but the fact that that tip is included at the most expensive restaurants is actually a pretty big win for yep. using your two credits, which makes it mathematically still a good value on the dining plan. Because you think, man, I got to use two credits to eat one time. How crazy is that? 
Well, you do the math. There's a lot worse ways to spend your credits than Cinderella's Royal Table or Hoopty Doo or Spirit of Aloha. Agreed. There you go. I think it's kind of the basics summed up. That covers the dining plan pretty well, all three tiers. And if you have any questions, not only Doug and I can answer them, but Michelle McKnight as well as a travel agent, ask her all of your questions and let her book your ADRs for you. Because I think that yeah, that is the number one the, thing. Yeah, she does that. And also, so you book, say you book three months out, you're not going to get exactly what you want. A good travel agent will keep checking for you and try to find you. She had some pretty big wins for some people over the Christmas break that were down there where she found some reservations for some people that I was like, whoa, that's impressive. So she keeps asking me, Derek, if we need some sort of ADR finder or she wants us her to keep looking for something for us on our trip. I said, yeah, we're good. Are we? I have some restaurants that we could throw in I there. know, but we're... See, we're not doing the dining plan. That's true. We're, we're trying to save money. We're going to not necessarily save money. We're just not committing to sit down. All That's the time. true. We're going to, I'll really forget funny. to eat. You, my wife has already there told you, you need eat. to remind me to eat. And we're planning on kind of having more snacks and snack uh, around the, the world festival food. I bet when we do the math at the end, it will be really close. We'll see. It will be interesting to see whether we would have been ahead or behind with our choices. So, yeah. We'll see. I, in the end, like the dining plan, we've used it our last three family trips, different yeah. styles of it, and I've been uh, a huge fan. I know the first time I tried it, I didn't like it at all because I left with like 38 snack credits, which things I didn't know. You uh, you have to use it that first day you get to the resort, just use it. If you're yeah. ever in doubt, just use it. I would yep. rather buy an extra meal at the end than have too many because I know of people who have had 60 snack credits on their last day. I don't I don't even understand what they did the whole time they were there when they say that. Like, did you not eat things? Like, it's concerning. Yeah, just start using them. Just uh, enjoy the dining plan. Yes. I, I'm a fan of it. And I think... To save money by not being on it, you kind of need to be really in the know of different kinds of discounts, like mm -hmm. an annual pass discount, Tables of Wonderland discount. Those are sort of the ways that you can save money without it. It's saving money without an annual pass discount or Tables of Wonderland would be really difficult. That's a whole different show right there. Yeah, but when we're talking about eating for less, like eating the same sort of food, there's no way to do it for less without tables in wonderland which is a special card that you have to buy after you're an annual pass holder so yes. you gotta eat a lot to save money with you that do. now that alcohol is on there it's even harder and it's something i appreciate disney doing too and they didn't up the prices that much it was like an extra buck or two and you get a drink on there so for me it's been a huge win because i've gotten to try a lot of fun drinks uh, around at different restaurants so if you have any questions i highly recommend using michelle mcknight of course, ADRs, she can help you book, she can help you plan out a strategy. Once I started working with Michelle, Doug, that's when I felt like the dining plan was a lot better success. Yeah, yeah, you got to learn and from you, a master. And you texting me, did you eat yet? Have you drank? Yeah, you a... that probably helped. And me harassing you about T-Rex. Yes, I, I, that is the restaurant where I did not use the dining plan. So that's... I was like, what are you doing? And But that was too late. I did not. It was, it miscommunication and i learned see learn from Derek's mistakes yeah use is, it the first day yep use it right when you check in i think that is the biggest tip that we can give but if you have any other questions on the dining plan please send us a message through any kind of the social medias that we're on rope drop radio you'll find us doug and i will get back to you pretty quick or email michelle and she can help you walk 
through the process as well. Doug, we are not on the dining plan this next trip, but I think I will be later. But now I'm hungry and thinking about Tusker House and 1900 and all sorts of, <sighs> oh, Ahana. I just need a Dole Whip, Derek. I just need a Dole Whip. Hey, that's one snack credit. I know that. Yeah, it is. And if you still have a few snack credits left, don't worry. You can grab some snacks at the resort on the way to the airport. Yeah. We had like and, five or six Mickey like Rice Krispie treats this la- or a few trips ago. And TSA will only laugh at you a little. Yeah, because they see it all the time. I'm sure they do. Well, that is the Disney dining plan. For Doug McKnight, I'm Derek Sassman. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.